Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. But I do want to talk about what's happening overseas. And Canada has announced that it is joining this U.S.-led coalition uh, to protect commercial vehicles in the Red Sea. Now, we're only deploying what's uh, been described by one government official as a handful of personnel. So it's maybe more of a symbolic contribution than anything. Unfortunately, there's a lot of that these days, it seems, on the international stage from, from Canada. But there is a serious threat here. And in fact, we've already seen some shipping traffic avoiding the Red Sea and having to take a much longer route down uh, around South Africa. So there are economic consequences to, to this risk that is there. And it's uh, a risk that's being caused by Iran-backed rebels in Yemen. A uh, threat of, of drones and missile attacks on shipping traffic in the Red Sea. So how is this linked to the Israel-Hamas conflict? Who are these Houthi rebels and what is it they're trying to do uh, with all of these attacks we've seen as of late? Well, joining us uh, for some thoughts on all that, very pleased to welcome the program here this morning, Bill Raggio, a senior fellow with the Foundation for the Defense of Democracies, editor of the FDD's Long War Journal, much more at FDD.org. Bill, thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Okay, so let's take a step back uh, because we've been hearing about conflict in Yemen for a while and, and what these Houthi rebels have been up to. So what, what do we need to know about them, first of all? Yeah, the Houthis, uh, also known as Ansar Allah, it is a Shia militia that is indeed supported by Iran. They provide them weapons, training, even military advisors. They're, the Iranian military advisors are... Uh, helping the Houthis fire anti-ship uh, ballistic and cruise missiles at shipping that is moving through the Red Sea and the Bab al-Mandeb Strait, which connects the Red Sea with the Gulf of Aden. Um, but it, part of its, uh, the, its official motto is death to Israel, death to America. It's a, uh, it's a terrorist organization that actually controls much of northern Yemen, including the capital of Sana'a, and it's the only Iranian militia that possesses a longer-range ballistic and cruise missiles. So it is a, it's an efficient and deadly militia that's really an army. It has over 100,000 fighters in its ranks, and it's been... For the past month, it's not. This it's not new. This isn't new that the Houthis have mm-hmm. attacked shipping. They've done this in the past, but over the past month, they've really stepped it up. And much of the shipping is no longer transiting through the Suez Canal, as you yeah. mentioned. It's it's going around the Horn of Africa. So there's support from Iran, but to what extent, Bill, is there direction from Iran? The Houthis are part of what Iran calls its axis of resistance. This includes yeah. groups like Hezbollah or uh, Hamas. The militias in Iraq and Syria that are that are attacking U.S. forces, they receive a significant num- uh, amount of support. Again, they, the the anti-ship uh, ballistic missiles and the cruise missiles that are being fired are again are being directed by Iranian uh, members of their IRGC or Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. So it is significant. They take direction now. Like all of these groups, Iran doesn't force them to do things. They don't want to do or can't 
do or things that will put these groups at risk. But Iran is able to use these militias, the Houthis particularly, but also others like Hamas and Hezbollah, to ratchet up the pressure against the, to get the U.S. to withdraw and also to deal a strategic defeat to Israel. Right. So there's a connection here between what's happening with Israel and Hamas. Why are, are the Houthis stepping up these, these attacks and these provocations now? The Houthis, this is all related to Iran's strategy to attempt to drive the U.S. from the Middle East. That's what the militia attacks in, um, in Iraq and Syria are about. The Houthis are playing their part. They fired drones at Israel as well as attacking shipping. They're trying to increase the pressure on the U.S. in order to get Israel to halt the fighting against Hamas. If Hamas is able to survive this conflict, then the um, then Iran wins, Hamas wins, the yeah. terrorists wins, and U.S. and Israel loses. And the Houthis are playing their part in that, and that is by attacking shipping to to increase the political pressure on the U.S. to get Iran. I'm sorry, to get Israel to cut their operation to destroy Hamas short. So Operation Prosperity Guardian is what's been announced by the U.S. Secretary of Defense. So what what does that entail? unclear right now it is a coalition of about 10 countries the um the u.s is going to provide the bulk of the naval forces because most countries don't have the ability to project um, naval power like the united states britain and france can provide some ships to this but it's unclear right now is the is this effort to just protect shipping, basically provide convoy support for ships as they pass through the region to get to the Suez Canal? Um, Or are they going to actively target the Houthi military capabilities? I suspect the former because the U.S. does not want this war to escalate. And that's how Iran is able to use these militias effectively. They dial up the pressure just enough to make things uncomfortable for the U.S., but not enough to get them to... um, to enter into a full war. Well, and, and yeah, I guess that's that's the balance here. But if if we're not removing you know this threat or removing those capabilities, um, you know th- this isn't going to end anytime soon. Is is there a way to to target this capability? If it's not the U.S. directly, I mean, I know Saudi Arabia has clashed with with the Houthi rebels before. Like, could we go about it a different way? So the Saudis, interestingly enough, are sitting this one out because they've been snubbed by the U.S. The U.S withdrew support for the Saudi campaign against the Houthis um, and basically ostracized the Saudis. So, you know, look, your foreign policy decisions have have an effect. The U.S. could um, target Houthi missile sites. They could target, um, you know, the the cruise missiles, the ballistic missiles. They could target the Houthis have also boarded a ship so they could target their helicopters. But I don't think that'll be effective. The real problem here, the the, the driver behind this is Iran. And if you want to send a message to Iran, There's a, this is in the Wall Street Journal today, there's a, a an intelligence ship being run by the Iranians that is helping the Houthis target the shipping. This should be a prime target. I mean, they're providing intelligence and reconnaissance for Houthis and helping that it's providing direction towards for the crews and the ballistic missiles to strike shipping as well as the, these, these, by the way, these attacks have targeted a French or British and multiple U.S. warships as well. So, you know, if you wanted, you really want this to stop, you need to go to the root of the problem, and that is the Iranians. 
So is this going to get worse in, in the weeks ahead, despite, um, you know, more of a, a U.S. presence, a coalition presence in the Red Sea? What, what do you expect to see in the days and weeks ahead here? I, you know, this is, this is the question. If there is an offensive element to this coalition, I think things, and, and they do go after that Iranian ship, I do think that things can dial back, mm-hmm. that the problem can be resolved. But if the U.S. just wants to continue to um, allow these attacks to occur, it's not just the U.S., by the way, it's, it's the international community. And the fact that only 10 nations are involved in this speaks volumes about how countries really don't want to get involved in this. Yeah. That in itself is a political victory for the, the Iranians. But, it, you know, it, if, if there isn't a significant, in my um, estimation, a response to this, a military response that makes the Houthis pay, that makes the Iranians pay, I suspect that this that these attacks will continue. The, the U.S. is fears escalation, and the Iranians are using it to their advantage. Much more on all of this is mentioned, fdd.org. Bill, appreciate uh, the insight. Thank you so much for making some time for us here today.